be the right club today. Yes! Welcome to Golf Better at Worldwide Golf Shops. Episode 239. Hello, everyone. Tom Purcell here. Thanks so much for joining us. This is your first voyage, or you're a frequent flyer on the Starship Golf Better. Either way, it doesn't matter. We're just glad that you joined us. Especially so today because we have a very extra special guest. He joins us from God's country up in northwest Louisiana. 15-time winner on the PGA Tour. He's twice the winner of the Players' Championship, winner of the 1983 PGA Championship, and a member of four Ryder Cup teams and was captain of the Ryder Cup in 2004. He was also the Payne Stewart Award winner in 2007, which says an awful lot about him. But most importantly, he's a gent from Centenary College in Shreveport, Louisiana. Who else but Mr. Hal Sutton? Hal, thanks so much for joining us today. It's great having you with us. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to be on. Before we get into the topic of the day, Hal, I wanted to ask you about that. When you were a junior golfer and high school golfer, you could have gone anywhere, but you chose to stay home. Talk about that for a minute. Well, that was a big decision. You know, at the time, Houston had one of the best teams in the country, and they really wanted me bad, and I really kind of wanted to go to Houston. And my dad kind of talked me into staying at home and going to school and you know, it was it was a good decision. It wasn't bad, and you know he stayed involved, and and uh, you know he was protective over me as many parents are, and you know he didn't want anybody to spoil the walk, so to speak. And uh, uh, sometimes I think parents get too protective in that uh, way, uh, and kids feel the pressure of that protection, basically. And that's what's motivated me to move on. But, you know, I I live in Houston now, and, and there's many ways that I feel like if I had come to Houston, it would have been different. But it turned out really good, so I'm not complaining. You're doing something now. You've got something going on that's just so special. I don't even want to attempt to try to do it justice because I'll – I'll fumble the ball on the five-yard line. Why don't you talk about what you've got going on from, I guess, from the beginning stages, from the dream to where you are right now, because it is really special. Well, thank you, Tom, for thinking it's special. But it's, uh, you know, to be great at anything, you've got to be selfish. And I spent the first part of my life being pretty selfish, chasing my own personal dreams and, and, you know, a lot of heartache because I was involved with some people that really weren't chasing the same dream, you know, and it cost family life uh, a lot, but, you know, I still love my, my dad, my mom, my kids. And, you know, family means a great deal to me. And uh, when I finally settled down, you know, I had part of what caused me to settle down was, is uh, I started having hip problems and ended up, Consequently, having both hips replaced, and then shortly thereafter, I had a heart attack. And, you know, it really kind of, I felt like God was trying to tell me, hey, slow down and, and do something else. And uh, so I started chasing the dream, the second dream that I had, which was to help junior golf and help families. And and so I uh, got in a friend of mine here in Houston, Billy Brown, had, we had kind of run across.
across each other, gotten reacquainted. And he said, Hal, I've got this dream of building the finest sporting club in America. And he said, I want golf to be inclusive in it. So let's, let's join forces and let's do this. So we did and two years ago. And I think we've built one of the finest places in the country, to be honest with you. It's called Big Easy Ranch. It's just west of Houston. And it's, it's, uh, the, I call it the ultimate man cave, but women are allowed and encouraged <laughs> because it's really, really that nice. And, uh, you know, we do every kind of hunting you can do and we do, uh, world-class fishing. We're seasonal trout fishers and fishermen. And then, uh, we just built a redfish lake right behind the lodge, the first of its kind. And, uh, we're gonna, it's an experiment to see if we can do it, but, you know, getting on what I'm trying to do here, uh, we built an incredible little golf course, and it's a par three course, but it's almost 1,750 yards long from the tip, so it's very challenging. And we built a world-class driving range and a world-class academy. And I hired probably what I think is one of the best technicians in the country as far as uh, golf data is concerned. His name is Chase Cooper. He was formerly with my swings. And uh, we've teamed up, and I think we make the most unique team in the country as far as teaching golf because he can do everything at a world-class level from technical, and I can do everything uh, as far as teaching kids how to play golf. So many, so few kids know how to play golf anymore. They know how to swing at the ball, but they don't really know what it is entailed in playing golf. They're all learning on the practice team. They're hitting the same shot from the same place with the same wind, and that's not golf. And, you know, I learned how to play golf on the golf course, not on the driving range. And when you and I grew up, Tom, we had red striped balls that came out of the lake. The best balls were in our bag. So we didn't spend a lot of time on the practice tee. I spent time on the practice tee really after I got in college more so than I did before I got into college. I was playing all the time, and I'm sure you were too. But anyway, the, uh, what we're really doing, what I'm really excited about is parent-child teaching uh, schools together. And uh, we teach the, the parent as well as the kid. And the reason why we do that is, is there's so many parents that think they really know what they're doing when it comes to golf, and honestly, they, they know very little. And, you know, they need to become uh, – I use um, – uh, Bob McNair is a friend of mine who owns the Texans, and, and I use his – uh, analogy many times he does he owns the texans he doesn't coach the texans and he hires capable people to coach the texans and that's the way parents need to look at their kids you know and and you know i teach so many kids where the parents have strong opinions and i'm thinking where so where does this come from what what knowledge do you have that <clears throat> enables you to have this sort of opinion and you know, and sometimes it's just allowing them to understand a little better, taking the time. And, uh, you know, Tom, really quickly, you know, one of the things that I use in this is I show them a picture of my dad and I together whenever I won the PGA. And we're holding the Wanamaker Trophy together. And to be honest with you, you wouldn't know which one of the two of us won the tournament if you looked at it because the smiles were so big on his face. And I tell the kids each time that they see this, I said, look, so what you don't understand is he won too. And you're trying to push your parents aside. But, you know, my dad was 
I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars he was into it at that point. And, and, and let's forget, forget, let's not forget all of the anguish that was going on between the time we started and the time that we got to there, you know? So he felt like he had won and what's, and you know, so many kids say, no, you know, you didn't win. I won, but you know, the joy in parents feeling, feeling that as well is there's nothing wrong with that. And I try to help the kids see the parent's side and the parents see the kid's side. I was both. I am now a parent, and I was that kid. And you know how back in 83 when you won the PGA, when the media started calling you the heir apparent to Nicholas and the bear apparent, that probably didn't help things. No, it turned up the volume on everything. You know, it turned up, you know, the minute I won the tournament, you know, one of the things that I you know, that the positive side is Danny and I holding that trophy together, smiling. The, the negative side, as soon as he set it down, he said, next. And, you know, that's not good. That's not healthy. I mean, there has to be a little bit of a celebration time where, you know, you're not uh, claiming the next victim and the slaying, so to speak. You know, you are, you, you're stopping the fight for a little bit. And, uh, and I don't mean you stop it for a week. I mean, you, you have a day or two there where you celebrate. Well, Hal, talk about when the father-son come to the Big Easy Ranches, uh, what they will experience. Is it for a day, a weekend, a week, and, and, and what you're going to do with them? Because I, I assume you're not only going to talk to the fathers and the sons. You may talk to them both, right, at the same time? Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk, talk to each of them individually, and then I'm going to talk to each of them together. But what we're going to do is, my goal for this is these are kids that are chasing the dream of being the best. And we'll do some of these for father daughters as well. Or, you know, if it's the mother that is really the the involved one, I want her to be part of this. And we have several of the mothers coming to this uh, event this coming weekend. But uh, what we're going to really do is we're going to try to create the life of a professional golfer for two days for them. So when they come in, they're going to get their clubs uh, they're going to know all the lies and loss, swing weights, and everything else for their clubs, any adjustments that need to be made. We're going to give them all the data that they, that is at, you know, at each professional's access each day on the tour. I'm going to give them some playing lessons. I'm going to, we're going to have a competition between each other. Uh, that, then that night we're going to have dinner together and we're going to talk about golf many things I will come up with, but I'm going to encourage at the very opening of the school that they ask questions to never be ashamed of any question that they may feel they want to ask because someone else is sitting over there thinking about it. So I want the person that it pops into their head. I want them to ask because if you leave here without something being answered that should have been answered, it's your fault. It's not going to be mine. I want to answer it. Uh, and then like one of the things that we preach here is balance. So, We'll knock everything off about three to three thirty the first day, and we're going to go out and half the group is going to go shoot sporting clays, and half of the group will go fishing, depending on which one they want to do. And you know, there's balance in the life, and there's balance in the golf swing, and both are just as important as the other. And there's too many people out of balance. I mean, go. I mean, I hate to say this, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Tiger Woods fan. I think golf would be a lot better off if he could reinvent his golf game. But things got out of balance for Tiger. You know, and I mean, it's easy to be an armchair quarterback and everybody sit out here and say this is what's wrong and that's what's wrong. But 
I did this for a long time. I know, and I also know Tiger Woods. I mean, he chased the dream as hard as anybody has ever chased it and was talented enough to make the world think he was fixing to break Jack Nicklaus's record. Tiger chased it as hard as anybody in the world, and he chased it so hard that he got out of balance. Uh, He was so into chasing the dream that he, he didn't get to celebrate and live life a little bit. And so then he went the opposite way as hard as he could go. And, um, you know, I just think if he'd had a little more balance as he was going up and, you know, this all started with his dad. I mean, to be honest with you, his dad, uh, worked him as hard as anybody could work anybody, you know, and, and that's no offense. we got a lot of dads that do that. My dad did it to me as a matter of fact, but, you know, my dad at least took me fishing sometimes and things like that, that allowed me to feel a little balance in my life. Well, you're open now. It's just getting started, BigEasyRanch.com, just out west of Houston. And you've got, uh, I guess, Golf Channel's doing a piece on it coming up, right? Yeah, they're going to be here uh, at the school next weekend. And, you know, what I want them to do is just to kind of be a fly on the wall. I don't want this. This is not a made-for-TV viewing, basically. Uh, This is more of a, uh, this is what we do, and this is, what we're going to do in the future. And it's not a reality TV show. You know, I hate reality TV shows because they're not really reality. They're made for TV. And, um, uh, you know, what I really want to do is make a difference in people's lives. You know, not everybody's going to make it to the ultimate goal of their fulfilling their total dream. And let's not lose any family time along the way because we got sideways with each other because one wanted it more than the other. You said earlier there's nothing more important than family, and you don't want that to be a a, a blown tire on the road of life down the down the highway down I-10. You know. Well, I tell you, at when a kid is 23 or 24, they think they're going to live forever, and they think everybody around them is going to live forever. But you know, uh, I am now 59 years old. My dad's 84, and you know, any minute that we spent sideways along the way I'm really ashamed of and disappointed in. And uh, my dad's been my my greatest fan, and uh, I couldn't have made it without him. And that's also the case for most kids. And somehow we get resentful as a kid that our parents wanted so much, you know. And what's wrong with someone that loves you wanting what you want for you? What's wrong with that? I'm just curious. Great stuff, Hal Sutton. Hey, before before we go, I want to uh, we do this with everybody: Dustin Johnson, David Abelish from Taylor Mage. I got to put you on the clock. Five questions, fifty seconds. Five irrelevant questions, and uh, see if you come up with some good answers. Now, you ready ready to go on the clock, Hal? Here we go. First question yeah. for ha- for Hal Sutton. First question: Greatest athlete to ever come out of Shreveport, Bossier City? Terry Bradshaw. Question number two for Hal Sutton. You've got one round of golf left to play in your life. Who do you play it with and where do you play? Jack Nicklaus, Pebble Beach. Question number three. It's probably the same answer. Who was your golf idol growing up? Jack Nicklaus. (laughs) Question number four for Hal Sutton. (laughs) God has come down and granted you one mulligan. You can either use it on the course or in life or whatever. Would you use it and where would you use it? Uh, I'd go back spend more time with my mother and dad and more quality time. And question number five for Hal Sutton. Repeat and finish the sentence from the 2000 Players Championship. 
be the right club today. <laughs> oh man, Hal Sutton, one of the great ones. It's been uh, it's been great catching up with you, going back in uh, going back in time to a great time in our lives, and finding out what what great things you're doing. Hey, before we close, Hal, we've got listeners really all over the country. Our golfers warehouse stores in New England, Edwin Watts Golf in the Southeast. Vans Golf in New Mexico, Arizona, Uinta in Utah, Roger Dunn and the Golf Mart in California and, and, well, and Hawaii. How about some final words from Hal Sutton to all the golfers out there who are listening in? Uh, enjoy the game. You know, uh, try to do your best on every shot. Try to do something rather than try not to do something. I, as we age, I think every player is trying not to three-putt instead of trying to make the putt. If you three-putt, you three-putt trying to do something. Great stuff from Hal Sutton. Hal, thanks so much for joining us. It's been, uh, it's been fun catching up with you. Let's do it again down the road. All right. Sounds good, Tom. Yeah, about 18 quality minutes with 1983 PGA champion, two-time players champion, former Ryder Cup captain Hal Sutton and what he is doing and the passion that lives in him to uh, help young golfers and help families. Again, it's Big Easy Ranch. Out there about an hour hour outside of Houston to the west. Make sure to check it out, BigEasyRanch.com. Well, special thanks to Hal Sutton for joining us and to you, our listeners. We'll do it again next time. We have another episode of Golf Better at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.